What's going on, guys? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back here again today, MLW Rewind, episode number four. And I'm here with my PIC, my partner in crime, my podcast life partner, Lewis Carlin. What's up, bro? How you doing? Po- I like that. My podcast life partner. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to dis- I'm not going to. I'm not going to disagree with that, man. I'm not going to disagree. We are podcast life partners, and um, yeah, maybe we can uh, draw up some sort of partner contract, sign it, go go down to City Hall, and uh, make it official. How about that, man? I like it. Which City Hall, though? Brampton or uh, Windsor? Um, we can do both. We can do both. We can do both. Your family's in Brampton. My family's in Winter. It'll be a double ceremony, man. We'll, we'll meet in London. That's what we'll, we'll meet. Okay, yeah, we'll meet halfway. We'll meet halfway. We'll meet halfway. <laughs> oh, all right. So this week's episode is going to be great. A little bit later on the show, we're going to be welcoming another fantastic guest. Lewis, why don't you let everybody know who we'll be welcoming a little bit later on? Okay, we will be welcoming the one and only Bud Heavy. Looking forward to speaking to Bud Heavy. <laughs> he was involved in that terrific match with Loki. Um yeah, it's like eight seconds. We're gonna no, we're gonna talk to him about that. We're gonna talk to him about his career, um, number of things. I'm looking forward to speaking with Bud Heavy. He's very excited. I just spoke to him a few minutes ago and he's psyched. He'll be here at eight o'clock. And uh I'll, I should say a little bit. Nobody really knows what the time is right now because they're watching. It could be any time right now. And uh, so he'll be here in a little <laughs> he'll be here in a little bit and uh, we'll have fun talking to him. Man. Absolutely. We're going to ask him all about his career. Like Lewis said, going to get into definitely some Loki stuff and some MLW stuff. Why? Because this is MLW Rewind and that's what we do here. So before we bring Bud Heavy on the show, we are going to rewind to this past week's episode of Fusion. And this was a good one. This actually was one of the ones most recently. It's been a steady build for me since we've started the show. And it's been really great because there's been a ton of stuff to talk about, which has been fantastic. And this week's episode was no different in my opinion. I believe they just keep progressing and getting better. There's a lot of surprises, especially at the end, which we'll definitely get into. But uh, so let's let's start off right at the top of the show. We find out that that um, uh, half. What the hell did I write there? Somebody was attacked. Lewis, remind me who was attacked at the top of the show. Oh, that's right. ACH. My stupid autocorrect. Yeah, yeah Lewis yeah. bugs me about my autocorrect all the time. So ACK, yeah. ACK was attached, attacked earlier. And the reason why I'm saying ACK is because there was a promo later on the show that um, we have to talk about. But he was attacked outside of his private gym, but he was still going to compete in the main event that night for the uh, heavyweight title against Jacob Fatu. And... Um, uh, some people were stating that Tom Lawler was the attacker. Certain members of, you know, the, the Lawler family there were the attackers, but there was no physical proof. And one of the, uh, my favorite commentators, St. Laurent, I love this guy, no video, no proof, Lewis. That's what St. Laurent said. If there was no video, there was no proof of who attacked. Ah. So what do you think? <laughs> Well, you say, ah, we got to go right into that, man, because I thought that was, I was hysterical when Tom <laughs> Lawler called ACH, ah, and he ah. called him twice. I was, that was fantastic. I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. I just watched it over and over again. That was, that was terrific, man, when he called him, ah. promo of the night, 100%. Kudos to uh, Mr. Lawler on that one, 100%. Absolutely. Now, now you said it was, a, you, know, you said you enjoyed the episode. I had a few issues with the episode, and and then we'll, we'll of course, we're going to discuss it. Uh, well, but what like match you want to discuss my issues i had issues with last week's episode so you know it's okay. not a surprise that you might have issues with this week i'm okay with that okay so what you want to talk about the heavy the main event first or what do you want to what do you want to talk let's, about first let's kind of run the let's run the episode down as it was so the first match was okay. uh uh zenshi versus uh davari this was the first time we were seeing contras davari not impact davari contras yep. davari and i love this match it was great speed um, that 450 off the rope was off the first rope was freaking impressive. Uh, the counter by Davari with the double knees, it turned the whole match around for me. And then, you know, big clothesline from hell, if you want to call it JBL style clothesline, uh, put the match away at the one, two, three. So, um, and then at the end, like they seem to be doing a lot lately with their attack on injustice and everything else, they laid the flag over Zensi at the end of the match. But I really like this match, uh, Davari showing he has not really missed a beat since we've seen him in Impact. And um, I like Gen C. He impressed me. He really did. Like, I'm not, not a surprise that he was going to impress me. He's a luchador background. 
Luchador trained, really, really good, really good fighter. But all in all, I like this match. And I thought it was a great opener because it was everything that you needed to get kind of pumped up into the show, in my opinion. What about you? Oh, no, I, I enjoyed the match uh, very much. And that 450 off the first rope by Senshi was just just fantastic. A shame he didn't hit it. But, I mean, people have trouble hitting it off the top rope. And he hit it, he hit it like, perfectly off the first rope. Uh, that was fantastic. I thought it was a good debut for Davari, uh, getting the big win. Um, I think Contra is perfect for Davari. He fits in there nicely. He's got the right look. And I don't know if you noticed, they they – when they during the match they announced him as a middleweight, so I don't know if that means that he's going to be a, a um, opponent for Leo Rush down the road for the middleweight title. They 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 mentioned he's coming in as a middleweight, so he could be a uh, an opponent, possible opponent, maybe take that belt off Leo Rush uh, down the road. Uh, but I do hope my man Myron Reed does get it. But we're not going to go into that now. Um, but uh, yeah, great debut. I really enjoyed the opening match. Very good match. Both guys very talented, and um, like I said, I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And uh, yeah, you're probably right about the middleweight thing that he's definitely going to be an opponent for Leo Rush or that division, because I mean, it kind of be stupid at this point to bring him into the heavyweight side of things with Jacob Fatu firmly in place and running that division. You can't have two members of Contra in the same division because then eventually they will have to lock horns at one absolutely, form man. or another. So having Davari go at Jacob Fatu in the same division you know, even three months from now would be a head scratcher for both of us. And we'd be wondering what, what the fuck Court Bauer was doing in that plan. So introducing him as a middleweight makes perfect sense, makes good business sense. So that, uh, that's good. Um, so then we get right into the Myron Reed promo before the Oliver versus Gotch Grud match. And I, I was waiting for this match because we didn't get a chance to see it previous week. We didn't get a chance to see it the week before because Gotch was kind of running scared. The last time we seen Oliver and Gotch really tangle was just before Christmas. So we never really got to see anything of them recently in 2021 anyways. Uh, the Myra Reed promo was great, uh, saying that they're not going to back down. You know, they're, they're two grown-ass men, kind of the same thing. He is um, progressing. And also, there was also another promo that was cut in and around the same time, which was Savio Vega. Yep. Decided he had to make an appearance and he had to tell Richard Holiday that, uh, Odele, man, that's my fucking title, bro. And <laughs> you are not the champion. So there's only one way to handle this. And it's a Caribbean strap match. But he happened to even mention that the strap was from the strap match he had with Stone Cold back in the 90s in WWE in your house pay per view. That's fucking crazy. If that's the same strap, there's a lot of history on that strap. A lot of dudes have been hit with that strap. With that strap, yeah, man. That's going to be a crazy... And that's next week, right? That's That match is next week. Yep, and we weren't, yeah, sure, that's gonna... we weren't sure if Richard Holiday and his lawyer, a.k.a. his father, were going to allow him to uh, um, accept the match. But as we find out later on in the episode, he, he did. Cut a great promo. <laughs> he did. Yeah, Richard Holiday is is not one, not two, not three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, but twelve steps ahead of Savio <laughs> Vega. So, <laughs> so that was great, man. Yeah. So I, I hope I hope he doesn't lose, man. I hope he keeps the title, man. I hope he doesn't lose to Savio Vega. Absolutely, but I got a question for you. I got to pose this question for you. If he beats Savio Vega and retains the Caribbean Championship, will he be recognized? Will MLW recognize this title as an official? MLW championship of the bracket with the rest of them and will Savio Vega and I'm sorry the promotion is escaping me is it IWC I don't want to say it wrong uh, IWA 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 so will IWA recognize him as the official champion if he retains against Savio Vega in the Caribbean strap match I think they're going to have to. I think you're going to have to. I think if he if he beats uh, Savio Vega, I think he's earned that right. And Corp Bauer, MLW, they're going to have to recognize that title. Plus, they have a working agreement now with IWA, so they're going to have to recognize the title, right? Absolutely. That's dy- that would be dynastic. If that could happen. That would be that would be dynastic. dynastic. Be like breathing <laughs> refined air. <laughs> Rarefied air. That's okay. Rarefied air. So just make sure when you introduce Bud Heavy, you introduce him as Bud Heavy, not Bud Henry. Okay. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll be honest. When you said who's going to be on the show, I almost said Bud yeah, Henry. <laughs> you better get but that. I have it written down. I have it written down right here. Bud Heavy. Bud Heavy. So I'll, I'll get it right. It's in big 
font, 72 size font letters right in front of me, bud heavy. But I'll still get it wrong anyway, watch. <laughs> so now we get into the um, third match on the, on the evening, Gotch versus Oliver. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Jordan Oliver has not shown me a lot in the matches of him that I have seen. And I believed wholeheartedly, and my opinion uh, was stated up until I watched this week's episode, uh, Myron Reed was the franchise of Injustice, was the guy to move on. And once, if Injustice were to, you know, implode tomorrow, he would be the guy that would have a very successful solo career. Um, but I got to say, after watching this match, Jordan Oliver surprised me. He controlled most of the match. Uh, now, now, mind you, Gotch won via sleeper hold and then continued to attack. But up until Gotch locked in that sleeper hold, Oliver was in control of majority of the match. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Simon Gotch was. No. Simon Gotch was in control of most of the match. Gotch dominated the match. Oliver had the first, listen, Gotch had the first maybe minute or two. Oliver controlled it for at least the next five minutes. And then when no. I went outside the ring, he gained the advantage back. I think you're mixed up. I think you think Jordan Oliver is Simon Gotch or Simon Gotch is Jordan Oliver. I think you're mixed up. No, I remember <laughs> Simon Gotch and that stupid mustache he wore in WWE. It was not. I'm telling you. Yeah. Go back and rewatch that match. No, I watched it twice. To the fans. We'll pose the question to the MLW Rewind fans. Watch that match. Let me know who's right. Listen, Gotch won, but even the announcers were saying, go back and watch that match. Oliver was in control majority of the match. I'm not going to break it down a solid percentage. I'm not going to say he was in control 90% because that would be bullshit. He was in control of the match for 60% of the time. 64 uh, Oliver over Gotch. I don't know. I, in my, I thought it was a good match, but I thought Gotch dominated much of the match. And... Um, it was kind of like an angry skateboarder versus a legit tough guy is, is the way I, 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 I view the match. And uh, really, you really classify Gotch as a legit tough guy. Well, that's, well, that's how the match kind of came off. Uh, okay. Or, or like a, a kid challenging the best fighter in a bar or something. Uh, but it, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but that's, that's how it looked. But Gotch did, in my opinion, dominate much of the match. Um, Jordan Oliver did get, uh, did get uh, his offense in there. And it was a good match. But um, I think they just kind of show that, that Contra is a well-trained group of assassins and injustice is just going to be a thorn in their side. Um, Gotch just put him to sleep and stomped the hell of him until Myron Reed came out. Uh, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's the way I saw it, man. Well, well, we can pose the question that fans will put a pool when the episode drops, but I, I believe it was the opposite. I believe that Oliver actually had more. And I thought you were going to be excited about this because Oliver proved me wrong and impressed me. Because I was not fully impressed. I know how invested you are in Myron Reed. I'm surprised you're not as invested in Jordan Oliver, just because right now they are attached together. It's one one name or the other. There's there's one is synonymous with the other. So um, I I believe that Oliver surprised me enough in this match to win me over as somebody that I want to keep my eye on to see well, what could potentially work down the line. Well, just because I thought Simon Gotch dominated Oliver doesn't mean I'm in, I'm not investing in Oliver. I like Oliver a lot. I think he's a very talented wrestler. Um, but I think in this specific match, I think Gotch got the better of Oliver. That, that that's all, man. But I am a fan of Oliver. And then he put him in the sleeper hold and then attacked him when he was down. Yeah, Listen, I have no respect for Gotch. I love Gotch. I think Gotch is a great wrestler. I can respect somebody's skill set with not respecting them as a person. I think Gotch is arrogant as shit. I've actually met him in person. He's not one of the nicest guys that I've met, and that's that's just me being me. He's one of the wrestlers well, that kind of left a, a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Well, I'll be honest. I did have a bad uh, Twitter exchange with him, so I will admit with you. I will admit. I will um, agree with you on that, I should say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's not the easiest guy to speak to. Exactly. And that's and that's what I think you, you need to remember right now at the basis of, of not you, but him in general. The fans are everything. So when the world does open back up and, and everything kind of subsides and we are allowed to have certain amounts of fans in the show, whether it's limited seating or what have you, the fans are, are, are what's going to continue. And I bet you if you go on MLW.com and you go through the T-shirt sales, I can bet you Simon Gotcha's T-shirts are not selling. Okay. I, 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 but have you probably have, have sold more T-shirts than, uh, than Simon Gotcha's basically is what you're saying there. Yes. And I, I'll say this in that match alone with Jordan Oliver, uh, uh, Simon Gotch surpassed all time that in total and then some. He's bank time that Bud Heavy spent in an MLW ring. We calculated it's about, 100, it's about a minute and seven seconds. Minute and eight maybe we'll say. It's 58 <laughs> seconds but no, minute six. It's a minute six 
And okay. Simon Gotch has spent more time inside an MLW. <laughs> okay. I, I, I hope, I hope, but has a good sense of humor. I'm sure, I'm, sure I'm sure. I'm sure. He does. And I'll he does. apologize on the record now before we bring him on the show. It's just, you have to see it from our perspective, a minute six in total between two matches that we've seen. Now, again, when you do your research, the great thing is that you book this guy and when you did your, when, you know, that kind of forced me to have to do my research and dig a little deeper. And what I did find some of his matches that are on his, they're on YouTube actually really good. And they're, they're a lot longer than a minute six. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I watch a few. Uh, he, does, he does. I just wish they're that pretty um, good. He's, he's, yeah. I wish that he would be able to showcase it more than what, he will. what we saw. Well, maybe he will. Maybe we'll see it. Well, maybe look at that. Lewis is, Lewis is making bold predictions, but Henry, going to be a full-time MOW star. Yeah, Bud, Bud, Buck, he's going to team with Buck Henry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So regardless of the fact, Oliver impressed me enough to now say I'm invested like you are with him. You think he's a great talent. Yep. I was kind of on yep. the fence. That match, he he turned the corner for me. I'll have to go back okay. and rewatch it. Maybe you're right. And if you're right, on the next MLW Rewind, I'll retract my statement. But this time, I'm firmly invested in what I said. I believe in myself. Yeah, I, I, I won five wall push-ups if if um if I'm if I'm correct. Not Richard Holiday, you don't get five wall push-ups. Listen, you'll get a you'll get this, Lewis. You were right. That's what. Okay. You, that's it. Okay. That's and I'll I'll get. tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll watch it again as well. And if you're right, I'll do the same thing. Perfect. Nobody has okay. to do wall push-ups. Nobody has to uh, rarefied. None of it. It's all good. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Sounds good. All right. So now. After that, and again, the gotch, the continued attack, uh, Lawler was confronted about being the possible attacker of ACH by Alicia Atut. Um, <laughs> and that's when the great Hawk promo came into effect. <laughs> um, Lawler said that he was not there. He was on Filthy Island looking for the best place to house wrestling matches because Filthy Island is coming up in mid-February. Um, but uh, I don't buy it. What about you? You buy it that, I mean, I, I buy he might not have been there, but I don't buy that he didn't orchestrate it, as we'll find out a little bit later. Oh, no, of course he orchestrated it. I mean, he's upset that uh, he won the opera company, he didn't get the shots, and it went to Ach. But, uh, <laughs> That's never <laughs> but yeah, he, he, yeah, he absolutely orchestrated it, man, 100%. I, I think um, ACH um, identified Garini, Dominic Garini, as, as the attacker, but it was definitely orchestrated by, by Tom Waller, uh, no, no doubt in my mind. We found that out just before ACH's entrance to the main event. Um, yeah. But as something else kind of happened, um, we were supposed to have Alicia Altu and Selena Delarenta. It was supposed to happen. Now it did, but it didn't at the same time because she again blew her off. So we're trying to find out uh, who the new owner of uh, Promociones Dorado is. And we found out later on the show that an anonymous source says power was transferred from Selena to Azteca Underground Inc. And when asked about what was going on with that, uh, Selena, like I said, blew off Alicia, not before saying what is next for Mel Mortis. She wants the gold, she wants the power, and Alicia find out still who, Alicia vowed to find out who Selena is working for. So I pose this question to you. Mel Mortis, we already know the man of a thousand deaths, he's gonna be big, he's gonna be an unstoppable force for sure in MLW. But him having the gold means she gets the power. But what's she going to use that power for once she gets it? I feel like this woman is much like Richard Holiday. She's 9, 10, 11, 12 steps ahead of everybody else. And we have yet to see exactly what her end game is. But what are your thoughts on that, I guess, one question interview before she got before she walked out on Alicia? Yeah, I, was, I, was, I thought it was going to be a little longer than one question. Um, but I was a little disappointed in that. Uh, but I think they have another, um, I saw on Twitter saying that they have another, they're supposed to be doing another interview today um, online. So maybe they'll finally, I think Selena canceled on her three times already. So maybe they'll get it done today. Uh, but I was a little confused. I wasn't, when Selena said she wants gold, um, um, I'm thinking, well, we're going to get Mil Muertes versus for two. But then Alicia Atut says, um, that she's going to get to the bottom of this and figure out what is what really is going on here. And clearly, whoever Selena is working for wants to keep this secret. Wants to keep what secret? We 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 find out who um who the new owner of um uh, I can't pronounce the first word, but Dorado is is Azteca Underground. Um, <laughs> I'll screw it up, man. Uh, Azteca Underground Inc. There's no secret there. Um, Selena says she wants gold. So what what secrets is um does Selena want to keep have kept? I don't understand. 
I'm not following. Well, who, who's the owner of Azteca Underground Inc.? We don't know who that is. We know there's a name now. Okay, so that's that's the secret. That's the secret that that at least okay. Maybe she's the owner of Azteca Inc. Maybe she's incorporated Promociones Dorado in with Azteca. I'm not sure, but the the secret is who now is the head of or who is Azteca Underground Inc. Is this another person that we're going to bring in and could potentially this person? I mean, it sounds almost like. Down the line at some point, and again, I'm thinking far more moves ahead. Right now, Contra has Oliver and Reed to deal with, and Max Kruger also has Hammerstone to deal with in a couple weeks as well. But in the interim, what if down the line, once we get past all these storylines and these angles wrap up, what if there's going to be this Promosios Dorado versus Contra for like the ultimate faction in MLW? Just go with me on it for a second. I may be off kilter, but go with me on it. Maybe this is what they're setting up. Because if they are setting up Mel Mortis versus Fatu, then that would kind of almost make it like Contra versus Hermosiones Del Dorado or Azteca Inc., whatever the fuck they're going to call it when it's all said and done. Maybe Azteca Dorado. I don't know. But could this be potential of what we could be seeing down the line? And again, this is going to take a few weeks or possibly months to develop this whole thing. But could this be an angle that might be in the works? Dude, you just got me very excited, man. I, I, you're, I, I'm, I think so, man. I'm just, you're, you're talking about it, and my eyes are getting as big as saucers as you talk, you're talking about it, man. That's that sounds that sounds awesome. I think uh, I think you're right there, man. I think we're gonna they're gonna, and I hope they slowly build up Muertas versus Fat Two. I hope that doesn't happen really quick. I hope it's a slow build. Uh, but I think you're right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that one. You are 100 right there, I believe. Well, thank you very much for that. I, I appreciate that. And that's, that's kind of what I see in my head. So I, I think I, all we can say is, you know, you guys got to keep tuning into MLW every week to find out what's going on. But this is definitely could be something in the works down the line. But you're right. It's got to be a slow build. We can't just have this build for a month and then it's Mortis versus Fat 2 because then all the air is just going to be blown out of the sails. It's, it's not going to make any sense. Um, we'll wrap it up quickly because we do have uh, – but heavy coming on shortly. But uh, so again, like Lewis mentioned a couple minutes ago, ACH identified Garini as the attacker. Uh, Holiday accept Vegas challenge with that amazing promo of 9, 10, 11, 12 steps ahead. And uh, we're going to see that match in a couple weeks, the Caribbean strap match. And now we get into the main event. But two versus, say it, Lewis. Ah. 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 Before, before we go there, don't forget Alexander Hammerstone against uh, Madge Kruger in the, uh, the Backley Brawl is going to be taking place in two weeks. They, yeah. they announced that as well. Yes, they yeah. did announce that as well. So, uh, is, is yeah. again, are we going back to what we said last week? Is this going to be a cinematic match, and is this going to take place in the Contra lair? Or is this just going to be around the arena? I think it's just going to be around the arena. I, that's, We're still not going to Yeah, I have a feeling it's just going to be in the arena. Okay. Well, I mean, you we'll can't see. finish a lair without showing it eventually down the line. So you, there's got to be something cinematic done there. Or, you know, show me a treehouse. Maybe Hammerstone will <laughs> put a sweet promo in a treehouse. That would be fucking amazing because he's so big that there's no way he can fit inside a child's treehouse. He'd have to have like a Robinson <laughs> Crusoe-style treehouse. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping that happens. I really I really am. Um, all right. So Fatu versus ACH. Uh, I'll say my thoughts on this match. Uh, Fatu, what can I say? Guy's a beast. ACH was not 100%. He had his ribs taped. Um, and Fatu knew it. Like any anybody who knows wrestling psychology 101, the minute you have any part of your body taped, it is going to be a target. It's like a bullseye on your back. You have your arm taped, they're going to go after it. Your knee taped, they're going to go after it. Your ribs taped, they're going to go after it. So Fatu was all over the ribs. ACH definitely had his moments where he got some offense in there for sure. But uh, what can we say? Fat two wins with the pop-up Samoan drop, which is a move I fucking love. And then the springboard moonsault. And for a dude that is 300 plus pounds, there's only one other guy, in my opinion, that moves like he does in the ring for a guy his size. And that's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has so much athletic ability. Him and Fat two move very well for two very, very big guys. And they could do a lot from the top rope. And I love that MLW allows Fat two the freedom, uh, doesn't strain the moves. And another thing that I don't think we've ever mentioned, but a lot of people know if you do watch MLW, is I love the 20 count. 
A lot of people don't mention that enough, but I love the 20 count on the outside because it gives these guys a little extra creativity to do some cool shit on the outside and not just chairs or announce tables or anything like that. They get to do some cool shit with that 20 count outside. But um, yeah, Fatu wins, um, like we said, in convincing fashion. Uh, I'll give it up to ACH. He definitely got some moves in there. Was not 100% because of the attack. But yeah, Fatu retains. And then we'll get into obviously what happened right before they went off. But Lewis, your thoughts on the main event? thought it was a good main event. Uh, you're right. Jacob Fatu is one of the best in the business right now. But I think I didn't I didn't really like the, the ACH injured storyline because while it was a good main event, it could have been a great main event. But that injury storyline was kind of preventing ACH from being the best ACH that, that we normally see in the ring. So. I thought it took away from the match. I was very excited when it, when they first announced it. I thought we we're going to get a really, really good, a fantastic match, but it was a good match. Jacob Fatu dominated, went, um, like you said, though, Ak got in his, his, his offense. And um, I hope he, hope he's okay with me going of Ak. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, no, he got in his offense, but I just, I just wish they didn't do the, the whole injury storyline thing. Uh, Cause it really could have been a, it was, like I said, it was a good match, but it could have been a really great match. You're right. You're right. It's, you're right. No, I, I actually agree with you on that. But I thought from, you know, the offense that ACH showed and again, taking it away, he had to kind of slow his roll and slow it down to play off the injury. But um, all in all, I liked it. it. It could have been a great main event. Like you said, probably could have stole the night, obviously with two other, you know, matches that were okay on the card. Um, it would have definitely, it definitely was match of the night regardless, but um, yeah, they could have done a little something more with it, but obviously that's setting up something ACH and Lolly, maybe this is a new thing. For Lawler and the, and the Dirty Blondes, maybe this is that Lawler's going to go after anybody that gets a title shot until he gets a title shot. Maybe this is what we're looking at. Um, I don't know. Okay. This could this could be something. This could be something that we could see down the line too. But right before um, everything went off the line and before we give our grades, so as um, Fatu and Davari were cutting a promo because Davari was at ringside with Fatu, um, those sense senti Death Squad members they swung the contra flags at. Fatu and Davari. Then the rest of Contra came out, and lo and behold, they're unmasked. And <gasps> shocker, who is it? Oh, it's Reed and Oliver. That's right. Injustice kind of got a little bit, um, you know, a little bit of vengeance, a little bit of payback on Contra, which obviously Contra is going to deal with next week. Um, considering how mucked up Oliver looked in the ring after he was choked out and then continually assaulted by Gotch at the end of that match, I'm surprised he was standing. I'll be honest with you. But he looked coherent enough to have a grin from ear to ear as they, they walked out the other side of the arena, him and Reed, and they got a little bit. They are proving what they're saying by saying they're not going to be pushed around. Now, obviously, when Contra gets them in the ring, the story may be different. But for right now, they are proving that if you hit us, we're going to hit you. So what's your thoughts on that before we get into the grades and we welcome our guests to the show? Yeah, no, I mean, I was, uh, I, I got to agree with you on that. And I was thinking the same exact thing. I was like, wow, Jordan, Jordan Oliver was just choked out and he was stomped on and he, he was hit with a gotch pile driver. And, but now he looks like, um, <laughs> he looks really f fresh and ready to go again, man. He's just, he looked, he looked, he looked fine, but, uh, uh amazing. Yeah, but but like I said, they're they're going to be uh, injustice is going to be a thorn in the side of of Contra, and they're going to be doing these little sneak attacks because they're clearly outnumbered. Uh, they can't stay there and fight; they just do their thing and they take off and run. So they're going to be a thorn in the side of injustice. And I'm hoping maybe down the line we'll see uh, Fatu defend against Myron Reed. I think that would be a dynamic match, man. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree with you on that. So uh, uh, I'll give my grade this week before we welcome our guest to the show. I'm going to say this was, I enjoyed this this week. I thought it was, you know, um, not as good as last week. And last week I gave it a B. So I'm going to give this one a C plus. I thought it was great. It could have been a little bit better. Um, I still think I'm right about Oliver uh, over Gotch and just controlling the match. But we'll have to go back and watch mm -hmm. it. And we'll pose that to the fans yeah. before we drop the episode. Okay. But I'm going to give this one a C plus. Yeah. Because um, I agree with some of the things. I, I like that this this match, with this week was more of a transition week. They're building storylines. We're getting new pieces of information. New rivalries are being developed. Um, and new angles are being worked. So C-plus for the effort. It was great to see Alicia back because she always adds a little bit of uh, flavor for me uh, on the show. And, um, yeah, C-plus for me. Again, that main event, I agree with you. That main event could have been a lot better had we had 100% ACH instead of, uh, like, 75% ACH. 
Hey, well, because it was same grade as last week, B minus. Um, it would have been a little lower, but any episode that has Jacob for two on the show um, gets uh, gets uh, bonus points for me. Uh, love Jacob for two, as I said, fantastic talent. Um, I thought the matches were, were good. Um, again, Simon Gotch dominating Jordan Oliver was, was fantastic. And uh, we're going to prove it <laughs> when we both watch it. Um, well, I say it's fantastic, but it, it, was, a, it was a good match. Um, and the opening match, I thought the opening match, you could argue that the opening match might have been the best match uh, of, the, of the night. You could argue it. I'm not saying it was, but you can argue that maybe it was. Uh, but uh, it was good to see Davari. It's good to see. I think Davari um, is, like I said, he's good in the contra role. Um, I, I think he's going to do much better in MLW than Impact Wrestling. And uh, I enjoyed it. So B minus, B minus for me, man. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. And guys, don't forget, you can catch this episode and all our previous episodes on our YouTube pages, Alliance Pro, Pro Wrestling Network for Lewis and Straight Talk Wrestling for George. So um, you can go there, subscribe to either of our pages or both of our pages, and you can watch all this plus our own uh, side hustles that we do because we only collaborate together on this one. We're only podcast life partners on this one. And oh, and now's the time because here we go. Bud Heavy has entered the room. So let's welcome our guest to the show. There he is. Hey, hey how's it going, man? Good, man. How are you guys? We're great, I'm doing we're great. good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it a lot, man. No problem. This is MLW Rewind. Uh, you know, Lewis, you've been talking with him. He's the man that set this up. So kudos to Lewis. I am the other half, the better looking half, the younger half. Uh, you know, your host, your boy, George McKay. So, um, Bud, the way it's going to work, we're going to talk a little bit about you. Obviously, we do want to get into, you know, MLW and how things have played out for you thus far. And um, I will be honest, when you do watch this, we were, you know, kind of cracking a couple of jokes just based on the eight seconds. And I'm sure you understand that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure understand that. So I'm going to pass it over to my uh, podcast life partner, as I call him. Lewis, go ahead and ask Mr. Heavy the first question of the night. Oh, first question, man. Um, the low-key match. But I, be, uh, before we get into that match, I just want to ask, where can I get a six-pack of Freedom t-shirt, man? I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> Dude, you can definitely <laughs> get it on the Facebook, man. I, I sell them on the store and I sell them in person, man. They're, they're, they're pretty good, man. They go pretty well. <laughs> Okay, man. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking, I'm looking to get one of those. That was, that was great, man. I love the t-shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. It's funny. You know, I get, I get the question, like uh, the first time I, I, I worked for MLW, they were like, what is, what is the six pack of freedom shirt? And I was like, dude, seriously, look at it. And they looked at it and they were like, oh, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. All right. So, Bud, what is your uh, defining moment? Um, I like to call it the moment where we fell in love with wrestling. Do you remember yours? Uh, I absolutely do, man. I was like five or six years old, and my dad had taken me to a WCW show, and I was sitting front row. Um, and I'll never forget it, man. It was Ric Flair was there. And uh, and I don't remember who he was wrestling. I'll just never forget that he was sitting in the corner. Um, he, he had taken some boots, and, and, they, and they, they, you know, they got away from him. And he was in the corner, and somebody yelled something at him, and he turned around. And it's like he was just, he was so snappy with the comeback. And he said whatever he said to him. And I just remember thinking, like, this guy is in here performing, you know, a, pretty much a one-take stunt show and can still, like, react the way he did. And I just remember thinking, like, these guys are superior as far as, like, acting and being athletes go. And, and just wrestling in general is just an amazing thing. So I can remember that moment vividly. That's the one where I was like, Dad, one day, that's going to be me. <laughs> Very cool moment. Very cool for sure. Yeah. Right, cool. Cool, man. So, so you were trained by Jay Lethal. So tell us about the training and, and what's Jay Lethal like as an instructor? Yeah. So Jay was my second trainer. Uh, prior to that, I was trained by uh, Team 3D, believe it or not, um, which is uh, Devon okay. Dudley and, and Bubba Ray. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I started there and um, I was there for about seven months and I tore my bicep during training. Uh, and it was just a really unfortunate training accident. It happens. Um, and they were in Orlando. I'm in Tampa. So they were a little far away. So I drove back to, uh, or I, then found out that, you know, Jay had a school in Tampa. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to go there. I'll tell you this, man. He's an amazing trainer. Takes a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with the students. Even if the class is a larger class, he still somehow manages to fit in time. And he's so hands-on um, from the basics all the way to all the crazy bumps that we take. He finds out what fits your style and he really helps you figure out how you're going to be as a worker. You know, um, 
a lot of the time with the trainers, it's just let's get the the, the 20 or 30 basic moves and, and, and get them out the door. They'll find out who they are on the indies by themselves. You know, he doesn't let that happen. He's uh he'll he'll text me randomly, uh, you know what you should do in a match and and then give me a spot, you know, because he just in his head pictured Bud doing it, I guess. I don't know, you know, it's amazing. That's fantastic. He seems like, really cool. like he could be an intense uh, intense instructor. Is that is that correct? Could he be Absolutely. pretty intense? Absolutely. He's um he definitely doesn't play games. Uh, if you're if you're not listening and if you're not um, if you're not being respectful to the business to the others in the class, uh, you know now he's got a secondary trainer. Um, you know Ryan Big Connor from uh, from former formerly known as the Ascension um, is helping him okay. train there too. Yeah, um, and so they're both intense characters, obviously, and they're definitely um, definitely a different different uh, different moment when you're in there with the two of them and you know these guys are you know who they are. Um, but before they start class, they're just normal guys. And I swear it's, it's when they become coaches, it's a whole different personality for sure. All right. Cool, man. Cool. So, I mean, I got to ask, we were um, a lot of our previous episode, we were kind of calling you the eight second king. <laughs> you had a better chance of being a bull rider than you did in lasting in an official wrestling match. Now we've, <laughs> We've pinned both of your matches. We've timed both. The first match you were in in MLW was against Max Kruger. You actually lasted 58 seconds. I didn't know that. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, the match, your second MLW match did not fare as well. You lasted <laughs> uh, 50 seconds less. Yes, that would be 80 <laughs> seconds. So I got to ask, when Loki hit you, I mean, he hit you hard, and it looked pretty rough. How did you feel after that? All I saw were bright white lights, man. Um, all I remember was was the shirt coming off, looking up and seeing this monster come straight across the ring faster than I can blink my eyes. Uh, all I remember was laying there thinking, wow, I feel like I got hit by a semi-truck. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm laying there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, um, I'm like, I wonder how long that was. Cause you know, just like you guys, you know, like that didn't even, I feel like nothing even happened except for getting hit. Like did anything else off it, you know? Yeah, I was out, man. He he drilled me like a semi truck for sure, man. <laughs> so so who's tougher, Loki or Match Kruger? I know Matt, the Match Kruger match was a was a handicap match, uh, but um, who who's tougher, man? Ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> I I would have to say uh, just on intimidation factor um, alone, and, and everybody's probably like, yeah, on intimidation, it's got to be Mads, right? And I'm no, 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 no. It's, I feel like it's all smoke and mirrors of Mads, man. It, I mean, he's a scary guy, don't get me wrong, but the mask, you know, Contra, you know, all that stuff. He doesn't need any of that, man. He's just scary being Loki, you know, he just across the ring from you looking like he's uh, he's from another world. <laughs> just such a monster, you know? Yeah. So after the match in the back, did did Loki like come checking you? I mean, I don't want to pull back kayfabe. Obviously, Loki's you know Mr. Badass. I, I dealt with this. You got this is my year. Blah 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 blah. I get it. You know, Opera Cup finalist. But in the back, when everything was done after the doctors checked you out, um, I hope there was no concussion or anything like that. But um, did Loki like offer you a few words? Did he come and say, "Hey, man, you know, grade eight seconds. Any anything?" All he told me was, "Nice try, kid." that's pretty much it i mean it was literally along the lines of uh of um of him walking back and i mean i am in the moment of getting checked out because obviously i mean i got hit you know and he was like uh and and i don't know if you've ever heard loki talking it's real real intimidating low voice he said uh he said nice try kid and just walked by (laughs) me and i was thinking well that was different (laughs) (laughs) for sure so, so I gotta ask, man. I gotta ask. So, so is Mil Muertes next? Are you going to want to Mil Muertes? <laughs> the man of a thousand deaths. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> one could only hope, man. You know, um, one one could only hope that uh, that I just get to face everyone who's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just get a normal guy. No, no. Just put Bud in there with anyone who's scary. <laughs> I, I think I think that's I think that's kind of the trend that they're going, or at least that's super intensity. Um, yeah. If, if Court Power came up to you, like the next MLW you're at, if Court Power came up to you and said, "All right, listen, but I want to I want to do you and Loki too. I want to I want to give this another go." Um, would you agree? 
Uh, you know, I, I'd probably hesitate and fear for my life, but, <laughs> but, uh, but absolutely, man. Uh, even though I got hit by a semi truck and, 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 and laid out, um, the, 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 the fan in me, uh, when that music kicked and, 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 and seeing, you know, Loki come out of those, that entryway was, was, was enough. It was worth the, the semi truck hit. <laughs> I'll openly admit I'm, I'm a big fan of the guy, you know, so. Absolutely, for sure, 100. I, I, I love the honesty and the answer. I do. I love of course. <laughs> Good answer, man. Good answer. Uh, so I've been watching some of your matches on YouTube. Uh, Zach Monster, Rod Grimes. Uh, and you've, you're, you're very good in the ring, man. You have good in-ring talent. My Thank pleasure, you. man. My pleasure. So I was thinking, like, if if um, you could get a real opportunity in MLW, I was thinking, like, if the Dirty Blondes ever needed a third member, would, would you be interested? In, well, have you ever thought Have you thought about that? It is so funny you say that. Um, those are two of my best friends in the world. Um, Michael okay. Patrick and, and Leo Bryan have, uh, have helped me along the way in my career so much. Uh, they actually, uh, funny story, I, I, they had an open seat in a car to go to North Carolina. And uh, so I took the opportunity and jumped in with them and rode. And uh, I ended up on that show. I, I wasn't supposed to wrestle. And I ended up wrestling Kevin Sullivan. And uh, Wow. That's because of them. It, it, it was because of no one else but them. They went and, you know, they told, they told everyone, you know, give him an opportunity, give him an opportunity. And I got Kevin freaking Sullivan. And let me tell you something. Uh, I got color. Uh, <laughs> and, okay, uh, okay. and I had, I had, a, I had a wild moment, but, uh, but yeah, man, everyone that sees the three of us together when they do, that's the first thing they go to is, man, this is just a, a perfect faction, a perfect trio, if you will, of, of, of the dirty blondes. <laughs> Well, hopefully Corp Bow is listening and um, we'll get it going, man. One could hope, man. You know, he uh, yeah. the first time I worked for him, he when he saw me, he said the same thing. He said, man, you just fit right in with those dudes, man. And I was like, well, you know, I'm right here. <laughs> you know, come on now. Like, opportunity. <laughs> oh, you got you to hook us up then. You got to tell them how fantastic the boys over at MLW Rewind are. And we got to get them on the show. Of course. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I got. Of do course, it. I will. Gotta do it. So, <laughs> um, you know, going back to your history for a second. Uh, when you were younger, did you have any like wrestlers that you gravitated towards to that you like literally were like, yes, these are guys who I, I not so much emulate, but I want to look at these guys for inspiration. I mean, you mentioned Ric Flair, so I'm going to say he's probably in the running. But if you want to give me another one or two of guys you uh, derive some inspiration from, yeah, uh, I think another obvious one is Dusty. Um, Dusty, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a fat blonde kid. What can I say? Um, and then, uh, and then actually, uh, DDP. And I know that that blows a lot. Like, like I told Jay that he asked me like who, who my favorite wrestler was, you know, everybody was throwing out Shawn Michaels and, and all those guys. And I was like, DDP. And he was like, wait, what, why? You know, not that he's not great or anything, but you know, that's just different. And I said, the DDP started late in the business as far as like his age and then being physical in the ring, he started late. Um, and I just feel like no matter what he was given, he, he was so charismatic and so energetic with whatever he was doing. You know, it didn't matter how, how terrible the, you know, that he was used in certain places or, or the character he was given in another place. He seemed to just always exude what wrestling was, was just get over, you know, and, and he did it. He did it. So those are those, are those guys are, are definitely my top. Um, but Dusty's and, and, and another one, Dick Murdoch. And I'm sure you can tell by the look, the the one knee pad and the uh, the trunks. You know, Dick Murdoch was a big influence on me too. Those are some of the best punches in the business. Did you know? <laughs> I gotta say, uh, I I like your top three. I really do. And yeah, you know, um, DDP is definitely different, but he's somebody that you can derive a lot of respect from. Somebody who started late in the game, went on to become a world champion, a Hall of Famer. The, the list goes on and on. And he's helped a bunch of people. And uh, that yeah. documentary with Jake the Snake. I mean, that that shit was emotional as fuck. I weeped a few times in that. Yeah, yeah, it brought tears to my eyes, dude. It definitely did. It Absolutely. definitely did. Absolutely. A positivity, but still. <laughs> so, man, so when did you have your first match, man? Tell me about the first match and how did you feel uh, before the match and how did you feel after the match, man? You must, must have been nervous uh, before the match, man. Yeah, that was four years ago on January 28th. You guys are hitting it not too far from the date. Um, it was wild, man. Uh, it's something like I, I said, I always dreamed about doing, you know, and I never, never knew how to do it. So when I finally figured out how to get into training and everything, uh, even when I was training, I, I still don't think I ever thought I'd have a match. Uh, the first one was against uh, one of one of my one of my students, one of our students, one of Jay's, uh, JC Vega. He's still around. Um, 
And uh, it was a, it was an eight minute match, uh, which is which is quite long for a first match. Uh, and it went really good in my eyes. Um, no one got hurt. That's probably the most important thing. Uh, we had a blast, and 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 the fans seemed to dig it. We were the first match on the card, curtain jerking. Um, and and I just remember coming out of there and thinking to myself, like, I have never felt more at home in anything I've ever done than in between those ropes. Uh, and so I knew right then and there after I after I hit the one two three, which you know, thankfully I got to go over. Um, after the one one two three, you know, I remember thinking, um, that's it. You know, I want that feeling all the time. And that's when, you know, it, the passion was there for sure through training, but afterwards it, it increased tenfold for sure. Awesome, man. I just noticed, are you wearing, is that an ACDC uh, headband you got on? It is. It oh, is, man. Yeah. You, you, just, you just scored a few more points with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, yeah, I, so the, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Josh. Uh, I don't mind ACDC. They're not my go-to, but I, I appreciate the, uh, the headband. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> I, I already liked you. You didn't need to score extra points with me. I'm not oh, like, well, thank I, you. I don't look for favoritism. Well, no, I, I liked him. I, I liked him as well, but I like him even more now because he's gonna, he's ACDC fan. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, finish your, finish your statement, sir. Okay. No, no, I'm done. You go ahead. It's your, oh, you're you're up, man. You're up. Okay, my bad. All right. So, um, will your appearances, uh, but if they, if they happen more frequently, or you get more opportunities on MLW, do you think you'll be able to showcase a little bit more of? Than what's been allowed i mean uh, let's be honest we again total of a minute and six tv time. Uh, <laughs> you think and again like lewis has stated and i have stated we did our research because that's what we pride ourselves on is doing our research and the matches that we've we found of you are impressive you do have a great skill set and i just think it, it would be a shame if it didn't get showcased a little bit more than what we've seen so far man i i really appreciate that i i, I feel the same way you know um i, I always feel like you know if they don't take the shot, they'll never know, obviously. Uh, you know, and so I'm hoping that they think the same thing. You know, let's give the let's give the dude an opportunity to show us what he's got in the ring because uh all I've done so far, you know, like you said, is a minute and six seconds of TV time. Prior to that, I have worked for them twice in uh Chicago for their first pay-per-view that they did. I uh I was on a dark match uh before it all started, and that that went really well. I I still um I had to show a little bit of bud. Uh, you know, just a little bit, but you know, just enough that it, that they obviously, you know, made the phone call for the second time, which was again another dark match in Orlando during their TV tapings prior to the pandemic, um, and and it went really well there. The fans, uh, and, and I'm not going to sit here and put myself over. They chanted my name for some reason, which was really weird. Um, and Court even was like, "Wow, that's that's wild, buddy." And then, uh, and then the call came for, you know, the opportunity for Mads and, 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 and Loki and, and I had to take it, but I'm hoping that, yeah, I'm hoping maybe they'll bite, you know, I, I'm hanging the lure out there, you know, I'm right here. <laughs> they know where to find me. And like, like I said, man, perfect member, perfect third member of Dirty Blondes, man. We're, we're talking to him right now, man. Court dude, Bauer, uh, sign him up, <laughs> sign him up, Court. Come on. Heck yeah, third man. No. <laughs> if you're watching this, All man, right, let man. him know, man. Let him know for yeah, sure. Absolutely. I need the opportunity, man. It'd be great to show them what I got. All right, man. Well, hopefully, hopefully it's going to happen soon, man. Uh, so as I said, we've seen a few of your matches on YouTube. Is there one match that stands out as your favorites? And why would you call it your favorite match? Wow. Um, you know, there's a lot that have had moments. Um, the, the, the one that I'll say is my favorite was a, it was actually a, a doors, ladders and chairs match, which is, you know, ridiculous. Um, but it was it was for the tag team belts at Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling, and uh, we won the belts. And my mom was there, and you know my whole family, my mom, my wife, my 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 son, all of them were there. That was a really cool moment. You know they don't get to be at every show because obviously you know it's it's all the time. You know it's every weekend, and they can't just set time aside. Um, but that was a moment where it was like I stood up on the ladder and I grabbed the belts, and I just remember looking in the crowd and thinking, "Wow, like that was the best moment." As of right now, I'd say this, that's probably career career top for sure. Um, All right. Very cool, man. Very cool. Very cool, man. So um, do you think, in all honesty, um, that MLW may be doubting your abilities? Because, again, like I said, you, we, we, we joked, we jabbered, we laughed. But then when Lewis said, hey, I'm, I'm booking, um, but I was like, okay, cool. Um, we started to do our research. And again, we saw what we saw on YouTube, and you've impressed both of us. 
do you think that MLW may be downing your ability a little bit, considering you had two great dark matches, you had fans changing your name at one of them, and then you get 58 seconds and then eight seconds? I, I would I would hate to say yes, but sometimes it feels that way. <laughs> like, I don't want to be the guy that, you know, puts words in their mouth or, or thoughts in their head. Um, but sometimes it feels that way. And naturally, I think uh, with someone who, who well, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, someone that looks like me, um, <laughs> sometimes people doubt me right off the bat anyway. You know, uh, they don't they don't notice that uh, beneath the layers if you will, there's a slight athlete. Uh, I like to think that I can move for my size. And I like to think that I, uh, I can do, you know, some things that other guys can't do as well. You know, um, my abilities are, you know, I hone in on what I do good and, and I do it damn good. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I do, I feel like sometimes that's, that, that's the case, but I don't feel like they're the only ones, you know, there's a lot of indies that do it too. Um, naturally, you know, again, just, I, I think it's, uh, they say judging a book by its cover almost, you know? 100%. I'll be honest with you. When I saw you against Loki, I just I looked at my daughter. I was watching with my daughter. And I said, this guy's going to get hurt. <laughs> Eight seconds later. So I doubted you. But again, I'm proud to say it. I'm proud to say it now on, on camera so everyone can hear it. I was wrong. I did my research. And like I said, for a guy your size, you impressed me. You don't get it wrong. I get comparisons to Kevin James, and I've been compared to Bubba Ray Dudley before. So I get yeah. I do. <laughs> I, I, I get I, I get compared to George Costanza. <laughs> oh my god, I just thought oh shit. Louis, you should have said that from brother. Seinfeld. Oh, get a word, dude. Get a word. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> it, was see it. it was one it was on the garbage, it was on the top of the trash, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Worms. This is amazing. I could have asked for a better moment of time right now. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I, sh I should have kept quiet, man. Now I'm, I'm not going to hear the end of it for for the for the rest for 2021. I'm going to be George Costanza now. Watch. He's <laughs> <laughs> the building. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so tell me the origins of the name, uh, but uh, but heavy. Um, how did you come up with that name? Uh, so I had, you know, I had another name, uh, like every independent wrestler goes through a couple of them. Um, and this one, okay. he, he was a full different character. Uh, if you, if you will, I, I hate using that word, but you know, whatever. Um, and somebody was like, dude, you just, you know, I was trying to be something I wasn't like, I mean, that's just the honest, you know, I, I was trying to be something I wasn't. And they're like, you just need to be you, 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 you drink a lot of beer and, and you're, you, you party. Why not just bring that into the, you know, to the gimmick and, I uh I said you know well that 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 works you know that that's not far fetched I guess but what would I call myself you know and somebody joked because I had a Bud Light in my hand and they were like Bud Heavy and I was like haha you're funny and then it just sat for a minute and I was like well that's not the worst thing I've ever heard you know I've heard a lot more ridiculous things than that and, um and then I guess it just like I printed it on a shirt uh you know and and I looked at it in person you know my wife and I we make T-shirts. Uh, so I made one on a t-shirt with the name and I looked at it and I was like, you know what? Just seeing it like on something like tangible, it's not that bad. <laughs> and it just stuck, man. And, and, and ever since then, it's just been, I hardly even, you know, um, I hardly even go by my, uh, you know, my regular name, if you will. Uh, I, I, most people just say bud. <laughs> okay. There we go, man. Very good. Very cool. Fantastic. So uh, your Twitch channel, everyone's got yes. one nowadays. Um, I guess I got to ask, with all the competition out there, what inspired you to start one? And uh, what games do you play? And, um, you know, hopefully we can get you some subscribers out of this interview, which would be awesome for you. But um, what could subscribers uh, come to expect from your content? Um, so the reason I started one, prior to wrestling and uh, having my first son uh, or my first child, um, I was a professional Call of Duty player. Um, and so I, I played competitively uh, and at a, at, a, at a decently high level, you know, um, and I, I will throw the air quotes here. I retired um, due to the fact that, you know, having a child, I felt like I needed steady income. So I had to do something. Uh, and then wrestling came around. So it took time off of that. Uh, but with a lot more free time, as far as like managing my schedule goes, I figured, you know, now's the time to, to do this, you know, let's, let's have some fun and, and, um, and play games with my homies and, and, and talk to people is pretty much why what inspired me to do. I just wanted to get out there and, 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 and uh, socialize, but without, you know, having to socialize um subscribers can do 
my channel is all about having fun, dude. I play a lot of Call of Duty, um, you know, and I, and I play a lot of other games, but mostly COD is the one that I stick with. Uh, create some laughable moments. Um, talk about wrestling. Talk about beer. <laughs> Just hang out, man. I really don't try to create uh, any kind of like, you know, super competitive environment. I'm probably going to lose a lot more than I win just because I'm having more fun than I am being serious, you know? So. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. In case anybody wants to subscribe, uh, what's, what's the, um, how do they find you on Twitch? It's uh, twitch.tv slash bud underscore heavy. All right. Yep. Fantastic, man. Yeah, man. Get out there that. and subscribe to his Twitch channel, the Bud Heavy Twitch channel. Um, okay, so you mentioned on here that you're a dad and a husband. So I just want to ask, how do you juggle being a dad, husband, and a professional wrestler needing to support a family? How, how do you, how you juggle all that? Because that's 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 a heavy load, man. Yeah, not easy, man. Um, I have the most supportive wife in the world. I, I can't put her over enough. Um, without her, I wouldn't be in this business. She literally found scene three and, and signed me up because I made a joke for like a week long. I would joke with her that I could be a wrestler. I could do that. I could do that. And she's like, shut up, put your money where your mouth is. So she found the school and signed me up and made me go on the tour and then si and, and started the training. And then with Jay, she did the same thing. After I tore my bicep, I was, I was done. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to wrestle anymore. And she, uh, she found Jay's school and, and, and introduced me to Jay and said, listen, just give it one more shot. Like this, the, the, the you know, I have faith in you. Just give me one more shot. And so um, without her, I wouldn't be here. Uh, and as far as, uh, as, as juggling it goes, it's wild, man. She's like, I said, she's so supportive that like, if I have to be gone for the whole weekend, um, she just shoulder shrugs it off. You know, I get it. It's part of the business, honey. You know, um, there's been times that I left on a, on a Thursday to head to Chicago on a Friday without knowing, you know, until that day, you know, literally, you know, I got to leave that night and be in Chicago. It happens. Um, and I can't, I can't say enough. She's just so supportive. Uh, and I just had my daughter on um, January 5th. Um, and so now I've got my son and my daughter and they're, my, my son is now, he'll be five in March and he absolutely loves watching. Uh, just like seeing his daddy get beat up. <laughs> Never cheers for me when I'm winning. He only cheers when I'm losing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Hopefully we can still, you know, and, and, and all last year I didn't, I, uh, I, I, you know, all I did was wrestle. Um, I'm, I didn't have a, a regular nine to five, if you will, um, due to the fact of just so much wrestling that I, I couldn't do it. So I, uh, dropped it and she was like, and she was just so supportive. It's wild, you know, mind blowing. Great stuff. Congrats on your daughter, by the way. That's all. I'm a girl dad daughters myself. So congrats on your growing family. That's amazing. Go thank ahead. you, man. It scares me to death, but thank you. <laughs> I'll give you some tips after, man. It's all about waiting until they're 13. You know they're going to start dating. The goal is to make one boyfriend shit their pants, and then you retire. That's it. It's good. It's good, bro. Yes! There you go. <laughs> um, so you go. my last question, and then I'm going to kick it over to my friend, uh, GC. So, uh, huh? George Costanza? It's sticking. <laughs> okay, so this this is a George question. Just getting upset, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the wallet, Jerry. I'm on an angle. I'm on an angle. Okay, so the term job. It's a term of complete and utter disrespect, and we know this. But um, after the low-key match, I got to ask, was there any social media backlash for you? Because as wrestling fans, we are some of the most passionate people in the world. But as human beings, majority of us can be complete and utter jerks. And we love to poke fun, but yet most of us, majority of us, have never stepped in the ring. I could say this. I have not stepped in a ring, but I love and have an appreciation for the business and for what you did, taking those taking those bumps, it's not easy. And even taking an eight-second eight beatdown is not easy. So kudos to you for that. But in terms of that, was there any social media backlash towards you after the low-key match where some fans were just complete and utter jackasses? Uh you know, I did have someone say the minute I saw Bud Heavy, I knew that it wasn't going to last long. Uh, and, and then, you know, I, I go through the habitual habit of checking YouTube comments on the daily, you know, because I'm, 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 you know, I mean, that's what we do. Uh, and so I'm reading through them and, and most of them were just like, holy crap, he, he killed that poor dude. Uh, you know, nothing really too hateful except for the one that was literally like, you know, the minute I saw him, I knew it wasn't going to last long. I was like, well, how? You didn't even know who I was, you know, who I was wrestling until the music kicked, you know, like what made you think that like, just from that. And I, and again, I, I'm judging a book by its tongue, you know, naturally, if you saw me on raw, you'd probably say the same thing. Well, that guy's going to lose, <laughs> you know, 
It just is what it is, you know? Um, but nothing on like Twitter, nothing, man. In, in fact, it was all just really talking about how hard you hit me. <laughs> 100%. And like I said, I'll admit it. I, I judge the book prematurely by the cover, but after doing my research, I'll put it again on wax right now. Don't doubt this man, guys. Go check out the YouTube. Go check out the indie stuff. It's impressive. Give him some love and support. And who knows? You could be staring at your, your next favorite wrestler. Um, you know, we've had a lot of celebrities on the show. I mean, we've had you. We've had Myron. We've had Richard. George Costanza makes regular appearances on the show. <laughs> it's crazy. The amount of people that we've had on the show. Lewis knows it's all up. Out of anybody he could have done this with, I said, yo, let's do this. He was like, I hope it was going to be you. I hope you're still okay with it. <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's, I've heard it. I've heard it my whole life, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna hear it for the rest of my life. So it's okay, man. It's cool. I, I actually had three questions left, so I'm gonna make the last question a three-part question. So, what are your goals for 2021? Do you have any dream matches, and do you prefer being a heel or a face? Ooh. Uh, goals for 2021 are, are to wrestle everywhere, man. I, I, I don't want a weekend off. I don't want a, a weekday off if you can manage it. Uh, I want to be all over the place, man. Uh, I'm willing to travel and, and, and pay the dues, if you will. Um, I just want an opportunity. Just, just give me the opportunity. Um, and I, I promise I won't let you down. Uh, dream matches, man. Jacob Fatu uh, is high up on that list um, because – I just, there's watching that man in the ring is, is mind blowing to me because he's so, he's a larger guy and the way he moves, he doesn't move like that. And to me, that's, that's, a, you know, I aspire to be that way. Um, so, so he's one, uh, I'd like to get my hands on key again, you know, Bud versus low key round two would be really nice to have. Okay. Uh, and then another one, I'll give you three, Tom Lawler. They're all in MLW. So this is all plausible people, you know, uh, make it happen. Um, you know, and then um, as far as being a healer face, you know, I, I, I tend to I tend to get uh, to get the baby face a lot more uh, when I go to all these promotions. I guess it's the fun, lovable, big, fat, blonde guy. Um, but but I I am a heel at a, at a place called Real Pro Wrestling. I'm, uh, you guys watch the Zach Monstar match, um, and I am not a not a nice guy. Uh, and that one, I have a blast. Um, it's a whole different side of me, you know, a whole, a whole other side. So yeah, no, I, I was watching that match, and you come walking out. I think it was at the Millennial Brewing Company. You're like, f everybody, f this, f that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I wasn't <laughs> expecting that from from Bud Evy. But just, uh, no, but that was great stuff, man. I just had a match there um, on well, it was last Saturday, uh, and I had somebody rush the ring. Um, I guess I talked enough crap to piss him off and he rushed the ring with a chair, mind you. Uh, okay. And it wow. just so happened to be a death match, um, which I'm sure that you guys are familiar with those. Um, yes, yes. Not sure what he was thinking. There's uh, there's lots of objects in the ring. And if you made it in. <laughs> but but he only lasted eight seconds with you, right? You took him out in eight seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, it would have been about three seconds. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you look at him and say, "Nice try, kid"? When it was all, <laughs> I wish it would have gone through my head. No, I definitely oh, was like, I was definitely more like, "This dude's actually doing this." <laughs> like, what are you thinking, sir? Like, it's like I wish Loki was here at this time. Yeah, Loki, where yet? I need you. <laughs> Loki was there, he wouldn't even made it a second. He would have stood up and no. just Loki would have been like, no, no. You need to stand yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, bud, this has been an absolute amazing conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time out. Please, please don't forget to hit up the Dirty Blondes and let them know that your MLW Rewind boys are here, and we would love to get them on the show for sure. Uh, but before we wrap it up and before me and GC shout out our socials, please – Please tell everyone where they can find you in the wonderful world of social media. Heck yeah, dude. Uh, Facebook, it's just Bud Heavy. Uh, Twitter, uh, Bud underscore Heavy. And then like they said earlier, that Twitch, man, twitch.tv slash Bud underscore Heavy. Uh, you follow on there. I stream as often as I can, mostly about four or five times a week. You guys can get to know me a little more. We can hang out, have some conversations, drink a beer together across the internet. <laughs> Fantastic. And just because I'm a glutton for self-promotion like my boy GC, 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk, Instagram and Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, YouTube, Straight Talk Wrestling. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You know, me and Lewis are almost at 200 subscribers each. We could use some more love. But if you want to shoot a subscribe both our ways, we would appreciate that as well. And um, GC, Mr. Costanza, the time is now for you to shout out your socials. Well, I could be I could be seen at uh, 6 p.m. on the Comedy Channel every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. Okay, actually, for real. Uh, Twitter, it's at Shooting Up North, um, and Instagram is Alliance PW Network. Uh, YouTube Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Head on over there. And by the way, I did subscribe to your channel, bud, uh, on YouTube, and um, and I will subscribe on Twitch as well. I'm not a gamer, but I'll subscribe. Uh, but uh, YouTube, Alliance Pro Wrestling Network, Facebook, Alliance Pro Wrestling Network as well. Awesome. And your personal profile is George Costanza or no? Okay, I'm George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's George. Yeah. I'm George. Stop. <laughs> I'm stop. I am. I'm, I promise. I, I, I've made the declaration. It's live. We've got five minutes no, it's, before the Zoom interview runs out. I, it's it's I, okay. I'm, it's okay. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. I feel like I'm going to get a text message after and be like, George. Yeah, just remember, remember eight. When, when I, just remember when I when I see you, man. Eight seconds, man. Eight seconds. Right on in. Eight seconds for you. Only going to take four for me, bro. Okay. Yeah. I cut it down in half. Okay. All right, guys. This is okay. another episode of MLW Rewind. It's in the can. It's in the wrap. It's on wax. It's done. As always, I'm your host, your boy, George McCoy. We want to thank our special guest today, Bud Heavy, for joining us. And you know my life partner, podcaster in crime, Lewis Carlin. Lewis, let them know. Uh, good night. Well, first of all, I just want to say, uh, Bud, th thank you so much for, for joining us today, man. I know uh, uh, George, um, uh, he just uh, mentioned that. But uh, thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure having you. Uh, you're great to talk to. And anytime, man, you want to come back, please, please, please come on back. You're always welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My great. pleasure, man. My pleasure, man. MLW family. So Heck yeah. appreciate you. The MLW Rewind family, the door's always open. And uh, that's it for us. We'll see you guys all next week.